Hello, 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 my dear friend. How are you doing today? I want to trust that the almighty loving God has allowed you to once again tune in. Should I take it for granted? You know, somebody somewhere slept yesterday anticipating to see the day today. But hey, they couldn't see it. So thanks to God that you and I are able to be here and listen. Yesterday, we were talking about perseverance. Now, we've already established perseverance is our fifth step on the path. And we have a total of eight. So, that is a very, very good uh, long way we've come from uh, faith. Now, we are at perseverance. Step five, that is a very, very tremendous journey you're taking with me here. We talked about perseverance in a broad view. Okay. And... We established what that entails. Do we need it? Is it even bound to come in handy? Do we even have uh, a need for it anywhere in our lives? Yes. And we've already said that perseverance, if you look at it in this aspect of daily life situations, education, work, relationships, it always comes in handy. Someone who perseveres when they're in school, they have to go through those hard lectures, the study hours, the coursework and every hardship, tuition, everything that faces people in school. You persevere through it and in the end, when you look at that very nice transcript, be it a certificate, diploma, bachelor's degree, a master's degree or even a doctor's, to you it means more than just a piece of paper with stamps and all these different writings. It is a reward. You have become victorious out of like everything that came your way. And we talked about relationships. That at a point when someone looks at that ring, it doesn't just mean a piece of metal around their finger. It's not just jewelry. It is an accolade. It is a very, very big reward for someone that has gone through all the hardships. It's the same with the job. When you land that contract, and you remember the times you had to spend writing up CVs, attending all the various uh, interviews that you've been going for, the denials you've had, the negative comments you've had from interviewers, and finally when you persevered and never gave up, you finally landed a dream job. The joy you get, the happiness that comes when you finally attain that goal, is what should always derive you in this whole process of perseverance. As Christians, therefore, the joy we need to see, the desire to build a long-lasting relationship with Christ, should be our main motive and inspiration as we work, as we put all the efforts and energy towards the whole path of Christianity. So perseverance has already got a motivation. We have the inspiration. We need to grow and love God with our hearts. So, today I promised us we are going to be talking about what exact situations, what exact circumstances do we need to apply this perseverance in our daily lives as Christians specifically. So, thank you for tuning in. Let's dive into it. Christ 
like I've already said, never tells us anywhere that come to Christianity and it's going to be well with you. That when the world is going to be happy, you're just going to be living in a life of, you know, you're floating around the clouds, eating chocolates, ice cream, honey, milk and everything. Not here on earth. In fact, what it tells us is the world is always going to be against us. Yesterday, I reminded us that the day you signed up as a believer and follower of Jesus Christ, you also sealed your own agreement of enmity with the world. So everything that goes around here is going to be against you. And as we live through this life and walk the journey of Christianity, three things are bound to happen. Some point they could be all at different points in life or just one at a particular time. The very first one is tests. The second one, temptations. And number three, trials. Tests, temptations, and trials. Three it is. So what are tests? Tests, basically, they are going to come from God. That is a fact. God always brings tests in our lives. Now, that should make us understand that when someone is testing you, it's not because they hate you or they want you to fail, but they necessarily want to check how far have you come in terms of understanding. For those of us who have taken uh, final examinations at any level, be it uh, high school, ordinary level, advanced level, university the governing body, the examining body always encourages us during the briefing time to take heart and know that these exams are not there to sort who is dumb, who is stupid, who is... No, it is there to, rem to check how much have you attained in this life. Now, there are different dynamics of, okay, these have been hard, what not. But tests, just like your teacher at the end of a week says, okay, let me give you some weekend homework. Go do this from home and let's check how much you've learned. That is what tests are. And that is how God tests us. And yes, we can see from the Bible that God did tests. He tested some people. Abraham. Okay, yes, God tested Abraham. And uh, I, I think the, the reference for that is uh, Genesis chapter 22 verses 1. And after all these things, God tested Abraham. Was it because God didn't uh, believe Abraham? No. But he had to put him at a test. And my brothers and sisters know this. A test is never going to come as something easy that you expect. God is probably going to bring the test at a time when you've achieved what you've been asking for. And those are points where us believers start to second guess, is this really God? Because, look look at this. Abraham has been faithful to God. He's the same guy God told, leave your father's land and go to a place I will show you. He did show him the place there and then. But the guy being so faithful chose to leave his place and walk. He went through every kind of hardship and still never wavered his faith from God. But now God says, I'm testing you. And what was he testing him with? The very very big thing he had given him finally a son a son isaac in his olden years he has probably been enjoying his time around the sun and then god says 
sacrificing for me and Abraham obeyed he obeyed he chose to trust God perseverance is us choosing to trust God and say yes the situation is here yes this is hard for me but I'm going to do it because it pleases God and he knows best so those are tests my dear friends and we need to look back in our lives and remember what point did God really test me at what point did God really bring up a test that was so challenging to me that I almost gave up and they're probably always going to come at a point when you've gotten what you wanted and you're comfortable and God is going to say hey hey drop it for me leave it here I need that now do this you've prayed and trusted God for a very big job and finally when you get the job since you graduated he comes and says, leave that job, go to this village and do this and that. Now, you need to know, are you going to just say, no, this is the devil speaking, not God. Mm-hmm. And it always takes that maturity and building a relationship with God that you're able to now distinguish and say, mm, God is speaking to me. The same way you have grown that relationship with your parents, that if your father calls out from afar and tells you something you can easily understand what they mean as compared to any other person that is just a stranger you need to develop that relationship so intimate that you can understand when god speaks to you and is putting you to a test okay and now temptations <laughs> temptations are bound to happen my dear friends in fact, temptations always happen in every day. Every day you wake up, you're bound to find a temptation on your way. And temptations basically come from within us. Yes. I do not eat pork. I can never be tempted to eat pork because my whole nature, my whole self does not align with that. But hey, I love chicken. And probably a temptation is going to come where I have to lie or go against God's mandates just to get a nice piece of chicken for myself. Okay, maybe maybe chicken looks like so trivial, something very small. You're like, nah, I can't break down for that. Okay, we all want to get money. Everybody, every youth works towards being financially stable. Mm -hmm. So because of your deeper desire to get money, a temptation comes up where you need to go against God's mandate to sign that fake document, to lie and get a big sum of money. Are you going to give in to that? Because here's the answer. You shouldn't. It's a temptation. Temptations do not come from God. Nowhere in the Bible do we see God tempting people. Nobody. Yes, he has tested people. We've seen that. Abraham, Job. He has never tempted anybody. And in fact, if, uh, if we are to get a reference from James chapters 1 verses 2 to 3, he encourages us and says, My brothers and sisters, consider it pure joy when trials come your way. Because it is through the testing uh, of your faith. Okay? Now, it's there trying to tell us that God brings the, the tests in our lives to grow our faith. Now, temptations, when uh, James is writing about temptations, that is uh, James chapter 1 from verse 13 to 14. 
let nobody say that is being tempted by God. Because God cannot be tempted by evil, and neither does he tempt any man. But man is tempted by his own selfish desires. The desires, the deeper desires from within, are the ones that bring up temptations. No way, no way you're ever going to be tempted by the devil based on something you don't so much desire to have. And in that situation too, you always need to focus your energy, your trust in God and be able to grow out of that. Temptations are always going to happen. You're going to see that sister and you're going to feel that urge. Text her. Call her to your place. Do this and that. Take her out on a date. Those are temptations. Your boss leaves money unknowingly and the temptation is just going to be speaking it to you. That's the sinful nature, the devil telling you, pick that money. Keep quiet. Don't tell them. You go to a supermarket or shop or any grocery store, they give you extra balance, extra change. The devil is whispering, keep it, keep it for yourself. Once you succumb to that, the devil wins, you are going down. But if you choose to trust God and say, hey, God, you've provided for me even when I had nothing. I cannot let this one million Ugandan shillings make me lose my faith or our relationship with you. I'm, I'm always going to trust you regardless. That is how you go through temptations and they're bound to happen, my dear friends. And for the last situation, trials. Oh, these ones are going to happen. Trials. Now, trials come from the world around us. <clears throat> Excuse me. And trials can be uh, seen as persecution, you know, uh, opposition. Everything you tend to do, everything, the life you want to live for God, the world around you is against it. And like I said at the beginning, Christ never tells us the world is going to be friends with us. No, because we, whatever we stand for, whatever we believe, whatever Christ says we should do, the world says the opposite. Where Christ says, follow me, the, Christ, the world says, nah, do that. Where Christ says, do not, the world says, please do. Where Christ says, Persevere, be patient and look up to me. Trust and wait on me to come through for you. The world says, hey, here is a shortcut. You want to get married? Here is a guy. Oh, no, okay, it's okay. Maybe he doesn't believe the same thing with you. Maybe he does this and that. But hey, you can steal. Oh, you need a very good job. No, you can lie on your CV. Oh, you can pay some little money and get a free pass. When Christ says, be honest, be faithful in everything you do. Let no lying be seen in your speeches. Do not be slanderous in any way. The world says, nah, you can badmouth someone and you get away with it. Trials come from the world around us. <clears throat> and unlike for us, maybe in Uganda, there are countries where being a Christian is illegal. So they face such kind of a try that every day, on a daily basis when they come, their life is being put out on a line. They could lose their life because of what they believe in. My dear friends, trials to abound to happen. And they are always going to be there. You only need to trust God 
through them as well. And now, we have established this happen. Tests come from God. Why? He wants to test, to check how we've grown, how our faith is strong. And when you fail, He is always there to help you. He's not, he's not going to say, okay, you failed my test, go. Like a teacher, when you fail a test, they don't say, you're excluded from this class, you're no longer attending this school. No, you do another test. You keep on learning more until you get to that level where now you can take the test and progress. Temptations come from our own sinful desires. Our own sinful nature brings about those urges and desires that later grow into temptations. Why do they come? They are there to break you down. But always choose to trust in God. Trials come from the world around us. All these three come about in our lives and they are the best platform for you now to exercise perseverance. And perseverance is not just you biting your teeth together and, hold, together and holding your body so firmly and saying, God, I'm persevering. No, choose to act. If you choose to persevere through a very big temptation where, you, I mean, a situation is encouraging you to go against God, as you trust God to help you through it, avoid going to the bar because you trust God to get you through that whole addiction then avoid places that lead you to that. Keep around good company. Find your free time and focus your energy on something that is godly. There is no way you're going to say, I'm persevering and choosing to trust God, when you yourself are walking to that very place of sin. And in the end, my dear friends, we are going to be able to walk this path in a very good way. Choosing to focus on Christ because the set point is developing that relation, that the relationship that keeps growing with Jesus Christ. If we have been able to know him, we've chosen to put our faith in him as our first step. We declare publicly that we choose to follow him. That is excellent. Step two. And now you choose and say, okay, now I need to study the Bible and know the God I'm choosing to trust knowledge we got to step number four where there's self-control where you practice whatever you learned about god now step number five you persevere through the tests the temptations and the trials that come your way i hope this can really help us check and be a point thank you so much thank you once again for being here to this point and join me next time as we go to our sixth step seventh step and finally the eighth step and at the end of step number eight we're going to now get to know what next what next are we talking about and probably i hope and trust that by that time we'll able to we'll be able to find some you know good day during the evening probably or the night and have a live session where we can just say hi to each other ask some questions that we can answer live and move on as the lord wills thank you so much be safe keep persevering i love you and above all christ loves you even more